You are listening to Ordinary Prayers, an invitation to listen for the presence of God in the ordinary parts of life. Now let us take this time to prepare our hearts and minds to pray. Today is Monday, September 24, 2018, and we read from the Book of Esther. The Book of Esther tells a story celebrated at Purim of how Queen Esther and her cousin Mordecai saved the Jewish people from the plot of the wicked Haman. Haman was an advisor to the Persian king Osiris, and he tried to have all the Jews destroyed. The book is best read as a satiric melodrama. Despite its rather gruesome elements, The story is filled with entertaining reversals, ironies, parodies of the great Persian court. Its exaggerations invite the reader to cheer on the heroes, to laugh at the fools, and to boo the wicked. Listening to the words, you may want to consider your own life. When do you put to rest the troubles with your enemies? Let us listen to Esther chapter 7, verses 1 through 6, and chapter 9, verses 20 through 22. When the king and Haman came in for the banquet with Queen Esther, the king said to her, This is the second day we've met for wine. What is your wish, Queen Esther? I'll give it to you. And what do you want? I'll do anything, even give you half the kingdom. Queen Esther answered, If I please the king, and if the king wishes, give me my life. That's my wish. And the lives of my people, too. That's my desire. We have been sold, I and my people, to be wiped out killed and destroyed. If we simply had been sold as male and female slaves, I would have nothing to say. But no enemy can compensate the king for this kind of damage. King Osiris said to Queen Esther, Who is this person and where is he? Who would dare to do such a thing? Esther replied, A man who hates, an enemy, this wicked Haman. Haman was overcome with terror in the presence of the king and queen. Mordecai wrote these things down and sent letters to all the Jews in all the provinces, both near and far of King Hasaras. He made it a rule that Jews keep the 14th and 15th day of the month of Adar as special days each and every year. They are the days on which the Jews finally put to rest the troubles with their enemies. The month is the one when everything turned around for them, from sadness to joy, and from sad, loud crying to a holiday. They are to make them days of feasts and joyous events, days to send food gifts to each other and money gifts to the poor.
On September 11, 2001, Ellie Wiesel was riding in a cab through Midtown Manhattan when two planes went crashing into the World Trade Centers. At the time of the attack, his only son was working in Lower Manhattan, where the two towers were located. The vision of smoke rising from the buildings must have worked over his soul as he waited to hear word of his son's life. Unlike the prayers of his youth, this time his wish for life was granted. His son was alive. Four years before the attack on the World Trade Centers, Elie Wiesel published an article in the New York Times. It was titled, A Prayer for the Days of Awe. The first sentence captured the purpose of his writing. He said, Master of the Universe, let's make up. It's time. How long can we go on being angry? Wiesel wanted to make public his reconciliation with the God of his childhood, of his family, and of his identity. Wiesel confesses in the article that he never lost faith. It was as an adult, he realized, the child who prayed with his father in Auschwitz never stopped talking to God. The prayers throughout his life were more complicated than his childhood. Sometimes they were filled with anger, anguish, and pain. The words he spoke to God were often bitter. Through it all, his prayers wove a consistent theme, a desire for life in the face of hatred and evil. From a childhood spent in a concentration camp to a taxi in Manhattan, Elie Wiesel kept a constant audience with the forces of evil. He sought to hold people accountable for past acts of hatred and for systems which allowed individuals to act with hostility towards those desiring life. God was always standing in the middle of the pursuit of justice. Today, we read one fragmented piece of a larger story. Queen Esther is granted one wish by her king. Her hope is no different than Elie Wiesel's. She wishes life. The life she desires is not just for her or for her family, but for her people. Standing in the way of this wish is one who hates. The person who hates Haman wants to destroy life. Hatred, no matter how righteous it might seem, always leads to death. Some might seek to justify themselves by saying, I hate what is evil but this is still a heart captured and imprisoned by anger. I have one wish for this day, and I hope it is your wish as well. Give me life, the kind of life which renders hatred powerless. And give me my life and the life of all people, for in this life there is peace. suffering, do you find God absent or silent or neither? How do you speak to God? Do you feel any words off limits in the conversation?
invite you to take this time to pray. Name those whom you struggle to love. Let us listen one more time to the words from Esther. When the king and Haman came in for the banquet with Queen Esther, the king said to her, This is the second day we've met for wine. What is your wish, Queen Esther? I'll give it to you. And what do you want? I'll do anything, even give you half the kingdom. Queen Esther answered, If I please the king, and if the king wishes, give me my life, that's my wish, and the lives of my people too, that's my desire. We have been sold, I and my people, to be wiped out, killed, and destroyed. If we simply had been sold as male and female slaves, I would have nothing to say. But no enemy can compensate the king for this kind of damage. King Asaras said to Queen Esther, Who is this person and where is he? Who would dare to do such a thing? Esther replied, A man who hates, an enemy, this wicked Haman. Haman was overcome with terror in the presence of the king and queen. Let us pray together. God of the universe, your power is unending. Your reach extends across the universe. When will you reach down to us and comfort us in our grief? We pray these kinds of thoughts when our hearts are too wounded to see your presence. Grant us life, life to see where you are active in the world, life to breathe your presence into our daily living, life to stand up for those who suffer and whose needs are greater than our own. Help us to be your voice of compassion for all creation. Lord, we pray. Amen. Now may God grant you freedom, may Christ set you free to love, and may the Holy Spirit go where you go and protect you on your way. Amen.